We want to know, what does being a working mum mean to you? We have a special episode planned for 2019 and we would love to have some snippets of you telling us what it means to you to be a working mum. So please send us an audio file or if it's easier, just a little video and you can send it to us at hello at thejuggle.com.au. It doesn't have to be too long, just 20, 30 seconds, a little snippet of what being a working mum means to you. If you want a satisfying career and a fulfilling family life, this is the podcast for you. Join me, Joel Lilovich, and me, Lucy Dickens, as we share strategies and advice to help you keep your balls in the air. Welcome to the Juggle Podcast. Hi everyone, it's Joel Lilovich here. And Lucy Dickens, welcome back to the Juggle Podcast. One of my favourite things to talk about is the future of work and how it's changing and the way that organisations are having to change with the way that people want to work. Everyone seems to want different alternative working arrangements to fit their particular circumstances, whether it's like us, work and family needs or whether it's something else. It is a really interesting conversation and especially when you break it down and you talk about, like we were discussing the other day, the different generations that are in the workforce and everybody's different needs and requirements. So work is changing and we see different types of working arrangements or different types of employment arrangements popping up in all different places. We have the labour hire and I mean even things like Uber, freelancer, exactly, all of these different gig economy things, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And recently in Perth, KBE have rebranded and they've become the KBE Legal Hub and KBE are a recruitment firm for lawyers. And they're now also offering a labour hire solution whereby lawyers work on daily or hourly rates to complete contract or project work with other law firms. And this is something that's quite new to the legal profession, but it's also something that we see popping up around other professions too. So although it's new here in law, it's not something that's unique. Yeah. So today, to tell you a little bit more about what KBE are doing, we're joined by Rebecca Johnston, an Executive Director and General Counsel at KBE Legal Hub. Rebecca is overseeing the KBE in-house legal recruitment team and the Flexible Working Hub, and she's going to share with you all and with us her views on flexible working and work-life integration, as well as the fact that she is having a child come January 2019, which is obviously going to have an impact on how she chooses to work. And she shares a few of her plans around that. Thank you so much to Law CPD for sponsoring today's episode. Law CPD offer online professional development courses that make it really easy for you to do your CPD on the go whenever it suits you. Law CPD are offering us a special discount code and it is 25% off all of their courses. So not just some particular ones, but every single course that Law CPD offers, you can get 25% off. All you need to do is use the discount code THEJUGGLE at the checkout. And this special offer is valid right up until the end of December. Please don't be put off if you're not a lawyer, because many of their CPD courses are relevant to non-lawyers and they cover general topics like business and communication skills. So go and have a look. You can find them at lawcpd.com.au and remember, use the discount code, the juggle. Hi, Rebecca. Thanks so much for joining us. Hi, Joanne. Not a problem. It's a pleasure to speak to both you and Lucy. 
So a large part of what you're doing, well, in fact, your whole role, as I understand it at KBE, is all about this idea of creating flexibility for lawyers. And it's, as I understand, a totally new thing that's happening at KBE. Is that right? It is. So I've been brought on board at KBE to oversee its in-house legal recruitment team and also its flexible working hub. And the flexible working hub is what I'm really excited and energised about. It is something that's entirely new at KBE and it's something that seems to be almost entirely new to the legal profession. So it's something that we are seeing in a lot of different industries but not necessarily as much as we'd like to in law. So what are you actually doing at the Legal Hub? So what we're doing is we're creating opportunities for lawyers to work flexibly. So KBE has always been involved in permanent legal recruitment but now we're offering full service legal recruitment. So we're offering our lawyers the ability to work how and when they want, offering more opportunities so that we can have the best lawyers work in arrangements that they're most happy with so that they can try and juggle both work and family responsibilities. So what does that actually look like for the lawyers? The great thing about what we're offering at KBE is that there's not necessarily one definition of flexible work. It doesn't look the same for everyone. And what we try and do is accommodate what that lawyer would like to see individually in their work-life integration. So flexible working isn't just about the physical aspects of where we work anymore, it's about how and when we work. So for some that might mean contracting opportunities where you work for three months and then have a month off or it may mean working part-time or it may mean a role where you can leave at five o'clock and you don't have to continue to check your emails. So it doesn't necessarily look the same for everyone, but it's about finding what flexible work means to you and being able to align that with the right business or the right law firm to really get the most out of the legal talent that we have here in WA. And what kinds of people do you find are most interested in the alternative work that you're providing? Do you see a lot of parents? Is it broader than that? It's actually very broad. So we've got everything from junior lawyers through to partners and general counsel that are looking for flexible working options and for a range of different reasons. It might be, for instance, that they're coming back from parental leave and they're looking for something that's part-time or it may be simply that they're looking for something where they can spend more time with their families generally or they'd like to spend more time kite surfing. It's really not just one particular reason, but I think what it comes down to is that they're all looking for the ability to work autonomously and to have a little bit of trust from their employer. So the ability to work when they need to rather than just for the sake of it. It's fantastic that KBE are creating alternative options for lawyers and for the businesses that need to use them. What actually happens internally at KBE? So for you and for the other people that are working in the office there, how are you creating work-life integration, as we call it, and as you've called it, in the office? I'm glad that you referred to it as work-life integration because, as you may have seen, I'm not a fan of work-life balance. I think balance is an elusive word and I don't know that it's anything we can necessarily achieve. I think in terms of work-life integration for us, it's really about planning your time both professionally and personally around the clock, not necessarily in line with a traditional work week. 
at KBE, we're very much leading from the front, I'm proud to say. I have a little girl on the way in in January, so I will be very much practising flexible working arrangements here from KBE. But it's something that we're really conscious of allowing our employees to choose how and when they work. So for some of our employees, it means coming in at 4am in the morning because that's when they like to start (laughs) and they might be finished by 2 or 3 o'clock and then they're out the door. Or for others, it might mean answering emails while they're at a school carnival or taking phone calls while they're at a school carnival. So again, it's not just one perception of what flexible working is. It's really a matter of tuning into what our employees are looking for and making sure that we can provide that, facilitate that with a degree of trust that we can make sure that we're still performing to a high standard. What challenges have you faced with the implementation of flexible working? I think in terms of challenges, the main one is really the perception of flexible working as something that promotes laziness Mm. or not necessarily the degree of, of work to which you could otherwise supervise if you're in an office. And for us, it's really about being outcomes-based and outcomes-focused. So we're a lot more focused and we encourage our clients to be a lot more focused on what's the outcome you're looking for and is that employee or individual meeting your expectations in terms of those outcomes. So whether that be something that they're doing on a Sunday morning or a Tuesday afternoon, are they meeting the outcomes that you've set for them within the deadlines that are required. So I think, again, the biggest challenge is to create that relationship of trust where you know that your employees are performing and that you can trust them to do it in their own time. The challenges that you've just described are common. We hear these quite often with businesses that we speak to who are trying to implement flexible work, but they often see some resistance, often from partners or from more senior people who haven't worked in that way. What do you say are some of the ways that we can overcome these challenges? So you talk about the need to create more trust. How do you do that? I think the beautiful thing about, well, I don't know if you'd call it beautiful, but the thing about the legal profession, particularly in private practice, is that a lot of it's done based on billable work and based on hourly rates. So there's already a degree of time management and oversight that's entrenched in these businesses such that To have any additional requirements in terms of FaceTime is perhaps not necessary and that trust's already there just by virtue of the the systems that we already have in place in law firms to get the best out of our lawyers. For in-house teams and where that time billing doesn't necessarily come into it, I think it's about extending that initial trust to employees and giving them the opportunity to perform or outperform your expectations and then having those hard discussions if something does go wrong, if an employee hasn't met your expectations, having those discussions, being upfront about it and trying to resolve it at that time before it does become an issue. I just want to take you back to your first comment, which was about lawyers um, recording time and say there's already an oversight there. Is what you're saying that we don't need to worry about trust because we can still look at whether they're recording the right amount of time and so we know from doing that whether they're working? Is that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is that from a lot of the firms that may have issues surrounding flexible working arrangements, they've already got processes in place to provide checks and balances on their employees such that 
while trust is obviously an important element, there are also hard and fast ways to essentially check whether or not that work has been completed. So what about you, Rebecca? You know, what is your personal experience in terms of flexible working at the firm that you are director of and how has that led you into the role that you're now doing at KBE? Yeah, so I initially started out at a top-tier law firm and practised in transport logistics. About three and a half years ago, I set up my own firm, Hodgkinson Johnston, which is an aviation law firm. The primary reason for that was that there's not many of us aviation lawyers and it seemed to make a lot of sense to go out on our own. But equally, we used it as an opportunity to really set up a firm to which we would enjoy working. So we recognised that some of the components of traditional law firms didn't necessarily work for us. And so we wanted to really build a firm around the values that that we looked to instill and the ways of working that, that we were looking to adopt. So for us, that was really about setting up an office which was lock and leave such that we could work from home or in the office. We could scale our team up and down as we saw fit and we could also work remotely. So would you say then that the goal of KBE to create this added flexibility for lawyers strongly aligns then with your own personal goals for people to have flexibility? It does. It very much strongly aligns with my values personally and I think that's one of the reasons or the primary reason why I was so delighted to join KBE. When people think about flexible working they often think or a starting point at least is often that flexible working is something that's just for parents or even more specifically just for mums but based on what you've just said that obviously wasn't the case for you because flexibility was something that was on your mind. You've mentioned you're pregnant with your first child so it was on your mind for you well before family kind of came into the picture in terms of what you wanted for your career to look like? Yes, for me, flexible working has always been important. Uh, Certainly it will be important raising a family, but equally, I think it's just important for general health and wellbeing. Uh, I'm someone that works very, very hard uh, when I need to, but equally, I want the flexibility to be able to go to an appointment if I need to without feeling guilty. So I think for me, flexibility has always been key and the decisions that I've made throughout my career have had that in mind. So have you found that this pregnancy has impacted on your working arrangements lately? Look, I must say I've been very lucky with my pregnancy. It has, touch wood, been smooth sailing, but I've also had wonderful support from my team at KBE. I have an amazing EA and operations assistant who who make my life very easy and a wonderful team who are willing to offer support. So I think for me, it's been as easy a transition as it possibly could be. That's good to hear. Very good to hear. And speaking of transitions, do you have plans for your transition out of and back into work because you've mentioned to us before that you plan to return to work so how do you expect or how do you hope that that's going to play out for you? I think it's an interesting one and it's also very personal in that everyone has an idea of how they would like to leave work and return to work or work flexibly. For me I'm someone that's never too far away from work so I'm planning to have two weeks off in total with my phone 
completely turned off and then after that I will be working flexibly. So what that looks like exactly I'm not sure but what I do know is that I have a very supportive team and whatever arrangements we need to put in place we will but I'm really giving myself the opportunity to take a step back and and have a look at the time at how that might look and what I might need from, from the business. Mm, that sounds very vague. <laughs> nothing, well, nothing is set in stone. I'll certainly come back in some capacity after two weeks um, and I intend to work from that point. But, mm. but, but what that looks like and the balance between how much time I'm spending in the office versus in my home office versus in my pyjamas walking around the house, I'm not too sure. Yeah. And do you want to return to work or maybe I should put the question another way. Why is it that you've decided that you want to return to work in what some people would say would be quite quickly? And just for the record, I also returned to work after two weeks. So there's no judgment in that question whatsoever. (laughs) For me, I've said work-life integration is really what's important. And I've really built my work life around my goals generally, not just work goals or personal goals. For me, it's all one in the same. So I've tried to build a life, I guess, that I am happy with both professionally and personally and everything comes along from the, for the ride. So whether or not that's my job or whether or not that's my child, it's all in and everything gets worked out around the, the one clock and around the one calendar year. So for me, it's about that juggle. It's about a split of work and personal life with some degree of integration such that I don't have to feel like I need to take three months off to really be able to dedicate that time to my child. I should be able to do both at the same time. And that's what I'm really trying to do. Mm-hmm. A lot of women make a choice around having their children because of career goals or ambitions and desires. Is that something that played into mind for you? It's certainly something that's crossed my mind. I think it would cross the mind of any woman, particularly if you're driven and career orientated, uh, which I would certainly put myself in that category. I'm just finishing my MBA at the moment and I think I'll graduate a few weeks before giving birth so I've cut that a little (laughs) bit fine Um, but yes it is something certainly that's crossed my mind but I think at the end of the day my career will still be there regardless of whether or not I have children and I don't see it as a threat Hmm. so for me it's very much an experiment in how we can can really get this work-life integration going so to me I'm excited to see how it will all fit in and I'm sure that there will be tough times and I'm sure that there will be challenges but I like to think it might be optimistic that it is possible to have it all to have the family and to have the career as well so I'll certainly let you know how I go with that (laughs) yeah definitely do (laughs) we look forward to checking in with you after this baby and after you've settled back into work whatever it may look like Okay, two questions that we like to ask for all of our guests. And the first one is whether there are any words that you live by. Do you have a mantra? To me, I I mean, and I know we've been discussing it the the whole time, but to me it really is about work-life integration. And that to me is something that I have lived by. I think I prioritise based on what needs to be done at the time and what's important regardless of whether that's work or personal life so work-life integration has really been 
my mantra and it is why I'm involved in what I'm involved in now. It's good. It's a good fit then. Definitely. It's great when you can find a workplace that matches who you are. And what about one piece of advice that you could give to other women or perhaps even to employers who are trying to help the staff that they have manage this juggle of, of work and family? You can kind of choose. Maybe you've got advice for both of them or, or just one. In terms of advice, I think I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I think that flexible working is something that we all have to work at and I think as I said before it's something that does involve a degree of trust but I do think it's something that we're going to see more of regardless of whether or not firms and businesses are on board or not so I would encourage businesses to open their minds up to flexible working opportunities uh, and see whether or not it's something that they can integrate into their businesses to some degree For employees, I think it's important to look at what flexible working means to you. I think it's a danger to look at flexible working as one particular thing. I think there are elements of flexible working that are important to some people that may not be important to others. So I think it's really about taking an individual approach and looking at at what's important to you. Thank you. No worries. So if anyone would like to find out more about KBE and these flexible working arrangements that are offering, whether you're a lawyer or not, it may be that you just want to find out how they're doing things. You can go and check them out at kbe.com.au and you can also find Rebecca Johnston with a T um, on LinkedIn and we'll have all the links as usual in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us, Rebecca. Thank you. Thanks very much for having me. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening. That's all from us today. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe and leave us a rating and let us know what you think. Leaving a review helps other people to find out about our show. And of course, if you want to continue the conversation with us, perhaps you have some thoughts about the future of work that you'd like to share. Come and join us on our Facebook group, The Juggle Community. You can find all of our links on our website, thejuggle.com.au. See you next time, everyone. Happy juggling.